Luke 16. Jesus said to his disciples, There was once a rich man who had a servant who managed his property. The rich man was told that the manager was wasting his master's money. So he called him in and said, what is this I hear about you? Hand in a complete account of your handling of the property. Because you can no longer be my manager. The servant said to him, My master is going to dis dismiss me from my job. What shall I do? I'm not strong enough to dig ditches and I am ashamed to beg. Now, what will I do? Then when my job is gone, I shall have friends who will welcome me into their homes. So he called in all the people who were in debt to his master. He asked the first one, How much do you owe my master? One hundred barrels of oil, he said. Here is your account, the manager told him. Sit down and write 50. Then he asked another one. And you, how much do you owe me? A thousand sacks of wheat, he answered. Here is your account, the manager told him. Write 800. As a result, the master of this dishonest manager praised him for doing such a shrewd thing. Because the people of this world are much more shrewd in handling their affairs than the people who belong to the light. And Jesus went on to say, and so I tell you, make friends for yourselves with worldly wealth, so that when it gives out, you will be welcomed in the eternal home. Whoever is faithful in small matters will be faithful in large ones. Whoever is dishonest in small matters will be dishonest in large ones. If then you have not been faithful in handling worldly wealth, how can you be trusted with true wealth? And if you have not been faithful 
with what belongs to someone else? Who will give you what belongs to you? No slave can be the master of two masters. He will hate one and love the other. He will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. When the Pharisees heard all this, they sneered at Jesus because they loved money. Jesus said to them, You are the ones who make yourself look right in other people's sight. But God knows your hearts. For the things that are considered of great value by man are worth nothing in God's sight. The law of Moses and the writings of the prophets were in effect up to the time of John the Baptist. Since then the good news about the kingdom of God is being told and everyone forces himself in. It is easier for heaven and earth to disappear than for the smallest detail of the law to be done away with. Any man who divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery. And a man who marries a divorced woman is commits adultery. There was once a rich man who dressed in most expensive clothes and lived in luxury every day. There was also a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who used to be brought to the rich man's door, hoping to eat bits of food that fell from the rich man's table. And even the dogs would come and lick his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to the side of Abraham in the feast in heaven. The rich man died and was buried and ended up in hell in Hades. where he was in great pain. He look, looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus, with Lazarus at his side. So he called out, Father Abraham, have pity on me, send Lazarus and dip his finger 
in some water and cool my tongue. Because I am in great pain in this fire. But Abraham said, Remember in your lifetime, you were given all the good things. while Lazarus got all the bad things. But now he's enjoying himself here while you were in pain there. Besides, there is a deep pit lying between us so that those who want to cross over from here to you cannot nor can anyone cross over to us from where you are the rich man said then I beg you father Abraham send Lazarus to my father's house well, I have five brothers. Let them go and warn them. So, so they at least will not come to this place of pain. Abraham said, Your brothers have Moses and the prophets. and the writings that warn them. Your brothers should listen to what they say. The rich man answered, That is not enough, Father Abraham. But if someone was to rise from death and go to them, then they would turn from their sins. But Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and all the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone was to rise from death. Luke 17 Jesus said to his disciples, Things that make people fall into sin are always bound to happen. But for how, how terrible it is for the one that makes them happen? It would be better for a large millstone were tied around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. So watch what you do. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in one day, 
and each time he comes to you saying I repent you must forgive him the apostles said to the Lord make our faith greater the Lord answered them if you had faith as big as mustard seed you could say to this mulberry tree pull yourself up from your roots and plant yourself in the sea and it would obey you suppose one of you had a servant who was plowing or looking after the sheep when he comes in from the field do you tell him to hurry and eat his meal of course not instead you say to him get my supper ready then put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and after that you may have your meal the servant does not deserve thanks for obeying orders does he it is the same with you when you have done all that you've been told to do you you say to yourselves we are ordinary servants we have only done our duty as Jesus made his way to Jerusalem he went along the border between Samaria and Galilee he was going into a village when he was met by ten men suffering from a dreaded skin disease they stood at a distance and shouted Jesus master take pity on us Jesus saw them and said to them go and let the priests examine you and on the way they were made clean one of them saw that he'd been healed and came back praising God in a loud voice he threw himself to the ground at Jesus feet and thanked him the man was a Samaritan Jesus said there were ten men that were healed where are the other nine why is this foreigner the only one who came back and gave thanks to God and Jesus said to him get up and go your faith has made you well some Pharisees asked Jesus 
when the kingdom of God would come? His answer was, the kingdom of God does not come in such a way as to be seen. No one will say, look, here it is, or there it is. Because the kingdom of God lives within us. Then he said to the disciples, the time will come when you will wish you would be able to see the Son of Man. That you will be able to see one of the days of the Son of Man. But you will not see it. There will be those who say to you, look over there or look over here. But don't go out looking for it. As the lightning flashes across the sky and lights it up from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer much and be rejected by the people of this day as it was in the time of Noah and so it shall be in the days of the Son of Man. Everybody kept on drinking and eating men and women getting married to the very day that Noah went into the boat and the flood came and killed them all. It will be as in the time of Lot. Everybody kept eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. On the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and killed them all. That, it, that will be the same as when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, the man that is on his roof of the house must not go down get his belongings. In the same way the man that is out in the field must not go back to the house. Remember Lot's wife? Whoever tries to save his own life will lose it. Whoever loses life will save it. On that night I tell you, there will be two people sleeping in the same bed. One will be taken away and the other will be left behind. Two women will be grinding corn together. 
one will be taken away, the other left behind. The disciples asked him, Where, Lord? Jesus answered them, Wherever there is a dead body, the vultures will gather. Luke 18 Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to teach them that they should always pray and never become discouraged. In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in the same town kept coming to him pleading for her rights saying help me against my opponents and for a long time the judge refused to act but at last he said to himself even though I don't fear God or respect man Yet because of all the troubles this widow has given me, I will see that she gets her rights seen to. If I don't, she will keep on coming and finally wear me out. And the Lord continued. Listen to that. what that corrupt judge said. Now will God not judge in favour of his own people who cry to him day and night for help? Will he be slow to help them? I tell you, he will judge in their favour and do it quickly. But will the Son of Man find faith on earth when he comes? Jesus also told this parable to people who were sure of their own goodness and despised everybody else. Once there were two men who went up to the temple They went there to pray. One was a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood apart by himself and prayed. I thank you God that I am not greedy, dishonest, adulterer like everybody else. I thank you that I am not like the tax collector over there. I fast two days a week and I give a tenth of my income. But the tax collector stood at a distance. I would not raise his face to heaven. 
but beat on his breast and said, God have pity on me, a sinner. I tell you, said Jesus, the tax collector and not the Pharisee was in the right with God when he came home that day. Everyone who makes himself great will be made humble and everybody that humbles himself will be made great. Some people brought their babies to Jesus to place his hands on them. The disciples saw them and scolded them for doing this. But Jesus called the children to him and said, Let the children come to me, and do not stop them. Because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God, like a child, will never receive it. A Jewish leader asked Jesus, Good teacher, what must I do to receive eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery murder or steal or accuse people falsely respect your father and your mother the man replied ever since I was young I have obeyed all these commandments when Jesus heard this he said to him there is one thing you need to do Sell up all that you have and give it to the poor. And you will have riches in heaven. And then come and follow me. But when the man heard this, he became very sad because he was very rich. Jesus saw how sad he was. And he said, how hard it is for rich people to enter the kingdom of God. It's much harder for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God than for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. The people who heard him asked, who then can be saved? Jesus answered, What is impossible for man is possible for God. Then Peter said, 
we have left our homes to follow you. Yes, Jesus said to them, and I assure you that anyone who leaves his home, his wife, brothers, parents, children, for my sake, for the sake of the kingdom of God, will receive much more in this present age and eternal life in the age to come. Jesus took the twelve disciples aside and said to them, Listen, we're going to go to Jerusalem, where everything that the prophets wrote about the Son of Man will come true. He'll be handed over to the Gentiles, who'll mock him and insult him, and spit on him. They will whip him and kill him. But three days later he will rise to life. But the disciples did not understand any of these things. The meaning of the words had been hidden from them. And they did not know what he was talking about. As Jesus was coming near Jericho, there was a blind man sitting by the road, begging. When he heard the crowd pass by, he asked what was going on. Jesus of Nazareth is coming. He cried out. Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. People in front scolded him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted even louder, Son of David, take pity on me. So Jesus stopped and ordered the blind man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Sir, he said, I want to see again. Jesus said to him, Then see, your faith has made you well. And at once he was able to see. And he followed Jesus, giving thanks to God. When the crowd saw it, they all praised God.